Hello, everyone. Welcome back to Confabulation. Thank you for tuning in. Um, this is our sister's house. I have David and Amanda here with me. Um, and just want to start off saying that if you or anybody that you know is experiencing domestic violence, um, feel free to contact us at 253-383-4275 or visit us at oursistershouse.com. Today's topic is domestic violence and celebrity culture and kind of like how that um, kind of affects how we see domestic violence as a culture, as a society. Um, I just wanted to start off with something that has been in the news a lot in terms of celebrities um, and domestic violence and that's the case of um, Megan Thee Stallion and Tory Lanez. Um, I believe last summer, Tory Lanez allegedly shot her in the foot. And then a lot of people in the industry were showing support, support towards Megan. But then throughout, I guess, the year up until now, they've kind of still interacted with Tory and worked with him. And um, like, just recently, the baby brought him out on stage at a festival that Megan was at, which broke. Um, she had a, some kind of like no contact order with him. Um, so that got Tori in trouble. And also it kind of like the baby and Megan have a song together. They're business partners, but he still felt comfortable enough to bring somebody who caused like very serious harm towards her and he brought him up on stage and also played their song on stage together right after. So I don't know, I kind of thought that was like a way that he, the baby like made light of the whole situation. What do you guys think about that? I would feel like a betrayal. <laughs> like, I don't matter. I mean, if I was making the sign, I'd be like, I don't matter. I guess nobody cares. I'm the low man, woman on the totem pole. And yeah, I definitely think that, you know, sets a precedent and puts a certain perception out there for people to just be like, oh, it's not that big of a deal. Wait, um, was Megan Thee Stallion friends with their baby? Um, yeah, like they have a song together. They, I don't know if they're still friends after that happened, but I know that they were working together professionally. Mm -hmm. Well, yeah, when it, I guess when it comes professionally, I guess that's a little different um, only because like that has, especially with, you know, people, their status, they, there's a lot of money involved. So, you know, a little domestic dispute, quote unquote, you know, not saying it isn't, not saying it isn't a big thing. I'm just saying like, you know, compared to the money that they get and stuff like that, that is, you know, and the deals that they do and stuff like that might be a little bit bigger than, you know considered to them the domestic violence that you know people are experiencing um but i mean from what like how i see people respond to you know domestic violence and how it works and stuff like that like i just think it's just a lack of education on how you know domestic violence can affect people um because i think there was like some celebrity or something like people were commenting me on because like oftentimes when it comes to like certain views, I just, I, I don't really comment. I just like look at what people say to like get a like a brief synopsis of what people are, some people are thinking and stuff like that. And I've seen where people say like, um, 
somebody was experiencing domestic violence and they were like, why did they text their friend first? Why didn't they call the cops and stuff like that? Maybe it wasn't safe for her to call the cops right there. Maybe she wanted, you know, the person to get, you know, um, I mean, I guess that's good for abusers not to know, you know, about the safe word and stuff like that. But um, you definitely want to get, you know, people, you know, your friends to know about your safety and well-being, you know, just in case there's something they could do to stop it. Maybe they need to call the police or something like that, or they can call your phone or come to your house or, you know, there's multiple ways than, you know, just black and white and say, oh, I might just call the police because <laughs> not everybody's going to let you pick up the phone if they're doing something to you to call the police. So, you know. That might make your situation worse. So. I know in, in this situation too, Megan was saying that she didn't um, tell the cops what happened when they got there because she was scared, you know, with all the stuff going on with the police and the lack of trust there. She didn't feel safe to disclose to them exactly what happened. So there's like that influence as well. Like there's not a, a safe, I think women in that situation maybe don't feel like there's anywhere safe that they could go where they'll be believed and where anyone will do anything. And then it's only reinforced more when like she gets on stage and the baby's like, oh, cool. We're just going to have this guy that shot you in the foot, like come on and sing a song or do whatever. So it's just like reinforces that belief that like nobody cares. Nobody's going to be there to help me. No one's got my back. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Usually, you know, when those things happen and like they're not arrested, especially if there's a protection order in place, it only empowers the person, whoever was abusive in that relationship, like, oh, I can, you know, basically do what I want. And, you know, that's not very helpful to victims of domestic violence, celebrity or not. Um, I really like that you brought that up, Amanda, how Megan didn't want to like tell the cops exactly what happened. It made me think about our conversation last week that we had. I think it was Beverly that brought up how um, a lot of times Black women are really hesitant about reporting domestic violence to law enforcement when their abuser is like specifically a Black male. Um, and I don't know, when I first read that she was still putting Tori's like safety I mean, like, obviously, like, she was being a good person by doing that, but also he just shot her in the foot. And I was like, I don't know if I could do that. I, as much as I also have a distress in law enforcement and, like, wouldn't want to call the police on, like, a Black person, specifically a Black man. She's also a celebrity, too, though. So, like, the story is going to be a lot bigger. She will be heard eventually. So I wonder if that had a lot to do with her decision, too. Um, but I wanted to ask the question, like, have either of you ever seen, like, people in your lives or around you react to, um, like, cases of domestic violence when it, like, came to celebrities? And have you ever seen, like, a different reaction when it was something happening with, like, a celebrity couple versus somebody they knew in real life? Or I guess their comments in real life about that celebrity couple. I'm curious, cause I had heard some things from my brother specifically. Oh yeah, I definitely in the, in the Chicano culture that I grew up in, you know, it's, there's a lot of male female roles that have just power imbalances built in. And, 
you know, I think that that, you know, it, it silences a lot of women in Chicano culture. But then in addition to that, like the new, like feminist norms of like being a can-do girl, like I can do anything men can do. And, and then the neoliberal perspective of like, um, it's the individual's responsibility to, the individual responsibility to like, defend themselves, protect themselves and do all these things for themselves. So you got those two things kind of like blending together where I think that it influences the way people look at women in those situations where it's like, well, if you're such a can-do girl and you should be taking responsibility for what's happening to you, like, but we don't ever like, that's true. But then what about the other side? Are they taking responsibility for what they're doing to us? Is anyone going to talk about what that responsibility looks like because that's the part that's always missing right like we hear like what were you doing what were you wearing what'd you say blah 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 but you never hear like well, what were they doing and like why are they doing this and let's talk about that it's always just focused on I think in the media and even in like just family situations it's always focused on the victim yeah I think you know I guess I feel like societally it sounds good oh you know we're against domestic violence a lot of people say that but you know their actions oftentimes because of lack of education it seems like it's more often like it you know their actions or what they say kind of like supports or you know helps out the other party that you know the abuser because oftentimes you know they are not held accountable and obviously they don't help hold themselves accountable because oftentimes they think they're the victims of their own situation. You know, they're the reason why they did this to you because she said X, Y, and Z, or he did X, Y, and Z or something like that, you know. I had a conversation with my brother after the Megan and Tori thing happened. And he said, when um, I think Tori like posted a bunch about the situation, him and his like group chat of friends, like he said, his group chat was blowing up and everybody was like blaming Megan. And they were saying that she like probably deserved it or she's probably not telling the whole story. And these are, these are high school age um, guys. So it was really scary to hear that. Um, but it was also nice to hear my brother said that one of his closer friends um, like messaged him on the side and was like, what are, what's going on? Like, we need to say something. Um, so he ended up calling them out and then he left the group chat. Um, and then my brother left the group chat. He didn't say anything. Um, but it just made me think about how, like, especially with the music industry, like that's millions, billions of people in the world that are invested in that. And then when you look at the younger demographic that, um, like that fan base, they're so easily influenced by these artists and these celebrities. I really wonder if, like, I really wonder if there's gonna be some kind of shift in the industry, I guess, um, where there's kind of like a movement that does the exact opposite. So I know like Mute R. Kelly was a thing, um, but that's just one artist. Like, how do you shift mute R. Kelly to like mute abusers in the whole industry, music industry, film industry, TV industry, all of that. Makes me wonder, I don't know. 
I think that's a good point about the money involved and the influence and the impact that would have on the music industry if they were to mute everybody that had issues like that like they'd probably lose out on a lot of money because mm-hmm. I think it's very pervasive I think it's pervasive and and as you said you know just with the high school kids you know getting indoctrinated into these beliefs and ways of being starts young mm-hmm. and then it's just perpetuated and supported by the media and our culture and yeah so it's like such a huge problem and I don't I don't see anybody with any money connected to to the problem doing anything about it because they don't want to lose money yeah um do y'all think that there's a difference to people's reaction when it's like a man that's a victim versus of somebody that's a woman or if like their race matters in terms of celebrity cases of domestic violence because in our notes I listed a lot of um black couples but I also have um FKA Twigs and Shia LaBeouf is that how you say his name I don't know how to say his name Shia Shia LaBeouf Shia LaBeouf yeah um so she's a black woman and he's a white guy um and I feel like I I feel like with the black couples and then with them being an interracial couple I didn't um like the common denominator is the black woman in the relationship so I didn't have any examples of um non-black women in relationships I was wondering if either of you have like seen a difference in public discourse when it comes to like race or gender of the victim or survivor. Yeah, I think if it's men, we're all conditioned um, to either not accept that men are victims of domestic violence or laugh when they are. Like it's not, it's seen with derision. It's not seen with like, you know, empathy or support or anything like that. It's like, oh, you're a guy, like, come on, like you can handle yourself. Like we never have that conversation. I have that conversation with my son, like you're, you could be a victim of domestic violence. Like it's not, and you could be a victim of stalking and men die from getting stalked and from domestic violence. And it's not, it's underreported. So we don't know how big the problem actually is, but I would say society just, kind of either doesn't look at it or they look at it with derision yeah I think there I think there was also a story I don't know all about the Johnny Depp one but um yeah I know that there was a story with Johnny Depp and his wife or something and he said she he was a victim and she said she was a victim and like you know I think people totally didn't believe his story so I mean it can you know sometimes be men and um I know this is not necessarily domestic violence, but um, I don't know if his name is PJ Washington and this girl like lady named Brittany Renner or whatever, she's like 27, he's 18. He just, he like literally just got into the NBA. And so like, basically like she preyed on him to like, you know, basically had a kid and then like, you know, now he has to pay like $200,000 a month for child support. So you know, the child support system, you know, isn't helpful to men either. So, I 
I mean, it can go both ways. Um, it's not as often or as reported as often, but you know, it definitely is, you know, possible. I just don't think necessarily the physical, you know, part um, is as prominent because, you know, usually men are stronger, you know, not trying to, but that's just how it usually works. But girls are way better with their words than we are. <laughs> um, so, you know, there can be some, you know, not saying this is how women are, but I'm just saying like there could be, you know, at least emotional because people don't you know, suspect emotional abuse as abuse, you know, oftentimes when I do talk to clients, they don't, you know, they're not even sure if they're being abused, they just know something's wrong, something's off. And then, you know, we have to, you know, obviously educate them on, you know, there is, you know, other forms of domestic violence besides just the physical, there's emotional abuse, there's verbal abuse, you know, you can, you know, you know, it's people's reality is you know who they're around oftentimes and so you know if you're very manipulative you can you know see how the you you can change the way they see themselves so you know it, it's just not just the physical and so that you know that could play a part in you know uh abuse when it comes to men yeah i think that's a good point is you know you can't always just look at the physical abuse as evidence that abuse is happening because course of control tactics are just as effective if not more effective and usually violence is only used when those tactics aren't effective but I definitely think and I think that the the you know the women aren't as strong you know they find other ways to be physically violent as well it's just that men don't report it as much but they definitely suffer damages and and are murdered I don't know if it's at the same rate because like I said I don't even know if they report it as much so but I know I've heard from many um, law enforcement especially in the military where they said they go on just as many calls with women involved as men so it's like pretty equal um, so I don't know if that's true in the rest of society but it's an interesting um, observation yeah I think um, I was doing some research and I don't think the rates are the same with men, but it's still pretty high, um, which is obviously concerning. And I mean, at the end of the day, victims should all receive the same care and support regardless of their identity. And I definitely think that our society does a really bad job at making sure that happens. Um, and David brought up the PJ you said, the basketball player, yeah, yeah, like basically being preyed on by an older woman. And I feel like celebrity culture also really glorifies that, like, especially with um, professional athletes, I've seen so many people get into the league and like weeks later, they have like an older woman on their side and nobody's like, I haven't seen anybody talk about how, like, is anybody checking up on that person? Yeah, yeah, they have, they're making their own money, they're successful, and they're technically of age, but it's still, like, it, like you don't know what that could turn into. Um, like, so in PJ's case, now he has to pay money for a kid. Um, and, like, even that's, like, he got lucky, like, you don't know. Because an older person, regardless of their gender, they have a lot more experience and knowledge and wisdom and easily they can like manipulate you. And obviously in this case, we can see that he was manipulated into being like a relationship. 
with an older person. Um, and have any of you heard about what's been happening with Nicki Minaj and her husband? No, I haven't. So basically, um, let me let me just search up her name really quick and see if it pops up. But her husband is in pretty like big trouble right now. Um, he failed to register as a sex offender. And um, like in the past couple of days, Nikki has basically like she's anti-vax and she's been being like she's been covered by all these news publications and uh, like Tucker Carlson, like Fox News, like everybody's talking about her and everybody like people who are looking to the situation are saying that she's um, being really dramatic online to take away from the fact that her like she's married to a sex offender. Um, and her and her husband have been like intimidating and harassing the woman um, that he assaulted. And like, everybody still loves Nikki. <laughs> Just a few days ago, uh, Rihanna and um, ASAP Rocky took a photo with like all of them together. And so that's just like another reminder that, and like Rihanna was a victim or a survivor of domestic abuse as well. So it's really interesting to see how she like felt comfortable sharing the space, taking a picture with Nikki and her husband and like their child. Um, so I just like, yeah, I just wanted to mention that because at, like we're so far removed from celebrities that I feel like their wrong actions are not picked up on, if that makes sense. I mean, in the Nicki Minaj case, like I just scroll through news headlines and I'll click on it if it seems, you know, interesting or pertinent. But with the Nicki Minaj stuff, all I've seen is just how she made those comments about vaccines and that's it. I haven't seen anything about her husband or nothing. So if you're just a regular person scrolling through the headlines, which I think most people do, mm -hmm. then you're not going to see anything about it. I'm sure if I clicked on one of those stories that it might go into detail about that. But I would say the majority of Americans are just scrolling through headlines and they're not diving that deep. Yeah, like that. Yeah, you, you did make a point, but like her fan base specifically is you know very up to date to every like about everything on her life so it's like very interesting to see their reaction like they're completely ignoring the fact that like she is married to somebody who like harmed somebody in a really big way has like now has a child with him like it's very scary to see that millions and millions and millions of people just don't care because she's like their favorite artist and like inevitably like that it can like, basically it just boils down to, like that can happen to your friend group, your best friend sexually assaulted somebody. Are you gonna still like be friends with them or are you gonna cut them off? Are you gonna, like, what are you gonna do in that situation? Obviously you should do the right thing, but I feel like most times if somebody in like a friend group does something like that, nothing much is gonna happen unless a lot of people speak up about it. And then at that point, you're just embarrassed to be associated with them versus not a lot of people know about it. So you're still gonna be their friend. Well, also sometimes people are in, I, you know, I, I don't know exactly what Nicki Minaj says. So I'm, you know, technically coming from an ignorant place, 
but um when it comes to that situation like sometimes i've when i've worked with clients like oftentimes you know the abuser in the previous relationship will downplay you know what has gone on in the past or maybe won't even mention it or maybe they know that they had a past or something but they yeah again minimize it say oh it was just blah 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 and they don't know the full details and because they love them or trust them you know they're gonna you know accept that as fact um that's not necessarily what the facts was but you know they'll accept it and obviously you know as a husband or wife you should you know back up your partner you know obviously to a certain extent you don't i mean i'm not saying condone domestic violence but most relationships you you should back up your partner right um but so i mean i don't necessarily fault her for that like backing up her partner but you know um harassing or abusing somebody else you know because you know just because of what somebody said don't, doesn't seem like it you know is helpful yeah. like at that point so, like she's going out of her way to just cause more harm to that person that's already been traumatized by her husband the typical response i mean i've i've had um family members in that very situation and um it's hard to i think it's hard for them to um, come to terms with who they know that person to be with what they've done because it's often occurring very differently like not everybody um is evidently a pedophile or evidently like you know this other person this dark side or whatever like the their loved ones don't always see that so when they find out stuff like that it's really hard to accept and come to terms with that being true and then moving forward do you totally discount everything that you know about this person like is there only like you know do you just throw it all away it's it's a really difficult place to be in and um i think that's what a lot of times like spouses or whatever find themselves in when trying to come to terms with that and i think as a as a society as a whole this problem isn't just a few individuals this is like an entire societal issue like our whole society has issues with this and we can't um we can't leave behind even the perpetrators we have to bring everybody in to try to find some path forward to healing this problem that affects all of us and so i think that that's what the focus should be on well but at the same time like with Nicki minaj's case like you also have to be accountable and you have to make amends and there has to be some call to do that so i don't think ostracizing people is the answer but i also don't think that ignoring the problem is effective but we need to find some way forward where we get amends and we get accountability and we speak about these things and not from a perspective where it's like oh it won't happen to me or i don't know anybody like that or i would never do that it's like a thing that i think affects all of us in some way and oftentimes people don't know that you know sometimes this is like when it comes to abusive or abusive behaviors um you know this is their way of life this is how they've done things for years maybe it is because of traumatic or traumatic experiences in their life doesn't make it acceptable but you know you know sometimes they don't see it as you know and that's a problem that they have 
um, that they don't see it as a problem. And, and if we basically condone as a society or, you know, don't call them out on it, you know, they're going to just keep on thinking they're the victims of their situation. When you do, usually when a abuser is usually abuser for a lifetime or however long until they decide to get help or decide or see that they, they are actually the problem in the situation, you know, so it's not, you know, it, you were right, you know, we can't just ostracize everybody and be like, okay, so just because you did this, we're gonna, you know, totally kick you out. Obviously, you need to take some steps to, you know, hopefully, you know, and that person also needs to take some steps, because ultimately, the only person that can help you is yourself, mostly, you know, you got to seek out that help and stuff like that. But, you know, you, you definitely got to call that out when your friends or family or whatever, you know, hey, you know, this is wrong, you know, you, you shouldn't be doing this. So that's it for confabulation today. Thank you again for tuning in and listening. Um, again, if you or anybody that you know is experiencing domestic violence, uh, feel free to call our sister's house at 253-383-4275 or visit our website at oursistershouse.com. Thank you.